What up, guys? Your boy Quake, and we're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number one hundred and forty-one. Everybody knows it's your boy Vito, and he's numbers. in a new location. <laughs> I'm in a new location, and the numbers keep going up. One forty-one. Yeah, you know what it is. So yeah, finally, we should have done this a long time ago. Yeah, man. it's a little easier. Never listen to me. No, what do you mean? I said I said this a long Take time. Take off the Wi-Fi. But yeah, he's at the location of where usually the artist is going to be. Yeah, at. I'm the gang today. So, uh, but when we have an artist guest, they're going to be sitting there, and then you're going to be back in your normal location. But since we're Ooh. we don't really have artists often here, um, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll leave you there, and it's a lot better because I know the content when I was when you were there, I kept looking this way, which is horrible for. I was looking at TikToks, videos just looked bad. It just kept, you know, even the thumbnails just kept me looking over there. So at least with the thumbnails, I'm more this way. So you can see Facts. my face a little bit more. So so I guess I'm being interviewed today, guys. Yeah, so um, PlayStation 5 giveaway is done. Ha. Done. Benito. Nobody last can enter day. in. No, today's not the last. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Everything is Long a wrap. Long time ago. So now I'm just going to gather all the names, uh, buy that big plastic clear bowl, put a bunch of names in there, course you patreon people that are supporting on patreon you guys get extra entries i'm gonna look over all i'm gonna match the emails with the names i hope you guys use the same emails because if you guys use different emails on patreon a different email on diverse mentality i'm not gonna be able to tally them together so i'm just letting you guys know i gave you guys fair warning early on use the same names same email when you're entering so it's easier for me to track things um but yeah i'm gonna get those names gathered up and then on may 22nd which is the next Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern, Eastern time, we will go live on YouTube. I will go live on the podcast channel if I can and the main channel, both. And we will draw the names out. Now, the winners, the winners have one week to claim their gift, the PlayStation 5 and the $100 cash prize. You got one week. Okay. If you do not respond, I will reach out to whoever wins with an email saying, hey, you won. If you do not respond within a week, I will we will redo the giveaway and give it away to somebody else. Fair Which enough. Just how it's going to go. One week is more than enough time for somebody to respond. Unless something, God forbid, happens bad in your life, that's the only way I can see you not responding. But yeah. other than that, you got one whole week to respond. Don't be a dickhead and respond on the sixth day waiting for no reason. Yeah. Just respond, get it done, let's you know, ship these out, give yeah. it out to people that won. They better not take off the Wi-Fi. Exactly. Yeah. So listen to Kendrick Lamar. That Kendrick Lamar song stuck. Uh, shout out to everybody who showed up to the Kendrick Lamar live stream too. I had like 1,600, people in there. Wow. Live chat was going crazy. I had spam. That's how, that's how much popping it was. There's spam in there. <laughs> yeah. That's when you know you're popping when you get spam comments. Ooh. I need moderators on there, but once we change to a new location at the office, I will be going live a lot more. I'm going to try to go live every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday night. That's my plan once we switch locations to the office. Yeah, me too. So um what's next patreon.com forward slash diverse mentality join us support us thank you so much thank you to all the donations people are donated on the audio side of the podcast as well your name will be entered two more times extra because there are people that donate on that side wow which i completely forgot about but That's then once, so they're gonna get two extra entries it's like patreon support same thing so uh we appreciate the help um and let's get into it there's a lot a lot to talk about uh first Rest in peace to Lil Keed. Rest in peace. YSL artist. So you guys know last episode of YSL, they got taken down with Rico. Right when that happened, uh, Lil Keed passes away, which is an artist from YSL. He was one of the few that didn't get locked up in this whole situation. Um, and yeah, he passed away. There are, let me go over the article, but there are no reports as to what caused him passing away. Some people are saying he got shot. Some people are saying his uh, 
kidney, he had liver failure or something like that, kidney failure. So let me go over the article. Uh, Lil Key, the rising Atlanta rapper who gained fame with his 2019 Long Live Mexico album in affiliation with Young Thug's Young Stoner Life Records, has died. The 24-year-old passed away on Friday, May 13th. No cause of death was revealed, but his brother Lil Got It, friends, and more took to social media early Saturday, May 14th to pay tribute to him. Lil Got It uh, is a very close friend. I think brothers. They're actually brothers. Because uh, he said in the caption, can't believe I seen you die today, bro. I did all my crying. I know what you want me to do. And that's go hard for mama, daddy, and our brothers. Make sure and white boy, uh, I'm going to hold this shit down. So they are, I think they're actually brothers. He did go on uh, Instagram and talk about the situation. And he said he saw him die right in front of his face. So um, he said they were off drugs. That's what he, at least he was. I don't know if he, Lil Keed was. But he said, We're, I've been off the lean for two years now and, you know, yeah. any drugs like that. That's what he said, but I don't know. We, ha we still haven't gotten no official uh, reports of why he passed away. So uh, I'm sure that that news will come out as, as time goes on. But yeah, man, 24 years old. Another one young, man. Young, very, very young, man. Very, very young. I didn't really listen too much to Lil' Key's music, Same. but... I mean, still, still an artist that impacted people. As you can tell, a lot of people are saying uh, rest in peace from Rick Ross to uh, DJ Scheme Migos, to yeah. Doughboy at Migos, all that. Um, yeah, so rest in peace. Uh, bad situation, bad timing for everything, too. So kind of crazy. Right when they get hit with the Rico, literally passes away. Yeah. That's, yeah. Probably hard for them, too, in jail. Yeah, I'm sure people thought it was like a retaliation, maybe. That's what they... People were like, oh, so you got killed because of nah. I'm pretty sure it was probably because uh, the kidney failure slash liver failure, whatever it was. Uh, I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose anything, but I'm sure the autopsy will reveal what happened. So hot in here. Yeah, we were Fuck trying to, <laughs> we're, we're talking about getting cooked right now because we're getting cooked. Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, yeah, we have this fan on. It's pretty loud, but hopefully nothing happens with it. That thing Bullshit is supposed ass. to be filtered. <laughs> no, it doesn't do anything. Bullshit ass. I know. They, they, as Sundays, they kill too? us. Yeah, they kill us on Sundays, man. Um, Continuing on, Gunna has been denied bond. Of course, I think we reported that on the last um, episode. I don't remember if we did or not because we went over a lot of stuff on that. He got denied bond, and the Young Thug's lawyer demands bond because they're citing very bad cell conditions. They oh, said a window windowless cell, which could make you go crazy. Yeah, and they actually do. They did a study that uh, if you put a person in a room with no windows. They go crazier quicker. Oh, I bet. Yeah, because we're not we're meant to have some sort of uh, visual yeah. outside. That's why there's windows in every room in a house, and like just, right, right, of course. Man. It makes you know if you put a room with no windows, yeah, you're, like what the fuck, you're, you're gonna go psycho. Um, darkness, basically. Yeah, so they're putting him in a cell with no windows at all. So his lawyer is trying to fight for him and say, uh, you know, he needs bond because of that. He's he's going crazy. Well, can't they just switch the cell and be like, no bond? Yeah, pretty much. God, so dude. I don't know. That's but the conditions mm -hmm. they're saying is bad. They're treating him very yeah, bad. yeah. Well, good job to the Lord. So, um, let's see what, what the Gunna thing is. Because I know he got denied. The Rico case involving Young Thug and Gunna has been an internet fodder since Monday, May 9th, when the 56-count indictment was released by Fulton County prosecutors. Two days after Thug was taken into custody, Gunna surrendered to authorities to face one count of conspiracy to violate the Rico Act. You see, that's what I'm saying. That's not a big charge. I think you'll, you'll, you'll probably get out of this. Uh, he's currently being held at Fulton County Jail without bond. However, Gunna's legal team 
comprised of attorneys Donald E. Samuel John A. and Kristen, seem confident in their client's innocence. They point out what a huge ally Gunna has been to the Atlanta over the last few years, creating the first ever free in school grocery and clothing store. Yeah, I remember we opened that uh, a free grocery store for students. They can get anything they want. So they go to the grocery, pick what they want, free. That's amazing. Yeah, so that's feeding over 400 children weekly and hosting nationally sponsored giveaways for victims of disasters and food shortages. That's a good look for them in Korea. Yeah. So he said, uh, Mr. Sergio Kitchens, which is an interesting name. That's going to the real name. Sergio Kitchens. I never heard a last name Kitchens. Hmm. Mr. Kitchens. That is, Kitchens. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. People, some people were commenting that's like, dope. yo, that's, that's crazy. I did not know. So known as gun is innocent. They said, uh, the TMZ, uh, the in- indictment falsely portrays his music as part of a criminal conspiracy. Mr. Kitchens has been an advocate for his community kitchens. That's he he he, he opens a, a, a gro- <laughs> I don't know why it's funny. He opens a grocery store, free food. And his name is Kitchens. How ironic is that? Yeah, that is hilarious. Kitchens. Yeah, Mr. Kitchens has been an advocate for his community, and it is our priv- privilege to advocate for him. So, can we go then get food? No, no, it's for students, man. We're not students. I'll pretend to be a student, maybe. Just go with a backpack in. They gonna think you're a student. Yeah. You're an old ass student. I know you old as hell. I got held back twenty times. <laughs> twenty times. Um, young Thug's lawyer demands release on bond, citing dungeon dungeon like conditions. This is a dungeon because there's no windows. Uh, is being held in grotesque conditions in twenty four hour isolation Jeez. inside a windowless cement cube with just a bed and a toilet. Uh, he also claims that there's there's a light that cannot be turned off in Thugger's cell, which has made it nearly impossible to sleep. I I cannot sleep with lights on at all. Excuse me. In addition to consuming the inedible food, his client is being served. Thug also has no access to any form of media, shaving products, and human interaction. Well, he's been there for like, what, a few days? Yeah. Um, in the filing... Steele alleges that Thugger's 8th and 14th Amendment rights are being violated through cruel and unusual punishment. That's what I was thinking. I was like, how many days does it take for you to get crazy then with not having no windows, no, none of that shit, you know? Especially if you're if famous. you've already been there a couple of days. Because especially, like, yeah, you're famous. You've been, like, living <laughs> I know, like, like a, a prince everywhere. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, that's tough, man. So I don't know if his lawyer, but they, they can just move him out of there. But to be honest, man, if, if they did all this killing, bro. Like, if they did, I mean, we don't know. That's we don't know, saying. but. I'm not, man. you know, I've seen a lot on Twitter about free young I'm glad thug. glad you did some good things, but. Yeah, free young thug, free YSL, all this. You guys not remember, man, these people are humans. Without the music, without the fame, they're just regular people. Yeah, exactly. If they kill people, they're bad people and lock them up. But we don't know what we, we they're right, saying right. they have audio, audio of thug ordering hits. Thug doing this, that. So as time goes on, all that information will come out. And then we can make our judgment and say, for sure, hey, these people are killers. Lock them up. Leave them in there forever. No, they're innocent. They didn't do much. So we'll see. Um, Yeah, dungeon-like conditions. I don't know. Me personally, if I was locked up in a cell with no windows, I would lose my mind pretty quickly. Uh, I think a window at least gives you, like, something to look out and give you, like, a, you know. I don't know what they they did in psychology, how they said it, but it's like, it's like a way for your mind to like escape without, right, right. you know, it's like yep. a weird type of, you know, it's a psychology type of thing where it's like, it affects you a lot if you have no windows. It clears your mind a little bit, like a little escape from just. 
Yeah, you, you see know? nature. You see like yeah. you see there's a Nature's world. Healing, dude. You see there is a world out there, basically. Exactly. You know, instead of a box or you're just yeah, no, man. four white walls. That would even be insane. A, even an animal would probably go crazy, man, if it's just like that. Yeah. You know, what the fuck, dude. Oh yeah. I think they yeah. should I think they've done studies like that on animals too. Yeah. So yep. no, that's unacceptable, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they're gonna move them out of there because the lawyer's gonna try pushing yeah. and get them out. So they're gonna move them out of there and put them in like I don't know if they're gonna put them in unless, regular unless like you're just some psychotic fucking killer or like you know you just kill people like you know like some like that guy in buffalo killing 10 people that, they, that's they treat him they treat him fine no, but those people man they treat him, him fine though they don't don't they should have killed they should, that guy yeah i think they should just get straight electric chair and die yeah like the guy the if guy got do something like that randomly and just start killing 10 people yeah like that guy got nah, locked man. up and didn't even get on didn't even get harmed or anything they should have killed that guy straight up yeah um so rest peace to the victims over there too um rod wave uh, this has been kind of a slippery slope because this information isn't like really being pushed out there, at least from what I'm seeing on Twitter. I'm not yeah, seeing backlash real. on this at all or nothing. Uh, Rod Wave is accused of choking his ex-girlfriend while their children were at home. Okay. So Rod Wave is a great artist. One of the best, I think, new R&B artists. And he has a lot of pain in his music. Obviously, if you look at the Kendrick Lamar album, he talks about a lot of this um, and how if you experience certain things as a kid, you end up doing those same things when you grow up. That's usually how the cycle goes. Some people break it. Some people get therapy. It's like the, you know, um, those people that like little. Oh, so you're saying like if you're as a kid, if you see or experience. You usually like, end up doing the same thing. Like they grow up to do the same thing? Yeah. Like Chris Brown experienced yeah. uh, his mother getting beaten. Mm-hmm. by their dad what do you do when you grew up oh i see yeah it's wow, like a cycle crazy. i never thought of that yeah when r I kelly uh, kendrick talks about it now. r kelly got abused sexually as a kid mm-hmm. what do you end up doing abusing kids sexually mm-hmm. just it's a cycle even pedophiles when they actually look at a wow interesting. Uh, yeah some people break the cycle don't do it some mm-hmm. people actually repeat it and they just psychologically they think it's something normal it's okay okay so Rod Wave talks about a lot of this stuff in his music, so it's kind of sad to say that it's not surprising that he actually did this. It wouldn't be surprising at all. Uh, new details have emerged on Rod Wave's recent arrest, painting the alleged incident in a more har- harrowing light. As previously reported, the Soulfly, Soulfly crooner, real name Rodarius Green, was handcuffed and charged with battery by strangulation uh, in his native St. Petersburg, Florida, on May 2nd. He was taken to custody during a traffic stop before being booked into the Pinellas County Jail. According to the arrest affidavit obtained on Wednesday, May 11th, by the Tampa Bay Times, Rod Wave allegedly choked his ex-girlfriend while their two children were at home. The woman whose identity has been redacted accused the 23-year-old rapper-slash-singer of entering her home in Alcala County on April 24th and choking her until she couldn't breathe because he suspected her of t- talking to other men. Rodway returned to the property for a second time and accused his ex-partner of taking his phone. He then kicked storage selves and tore down two photos from the wall, throwing them on the front porch and sidewalk before leaving. Their two daughters were also asleep in their own bedroom while these incidents occurred. The woman who dated Rodway for about four years was left with a scratch near the left of her neck but declined, declined medical treatment. After his May 2nd arrest, Rodway was released from the Pinellas County Jail on a $5,000 bail. The following day, he has pleaded not guilty to the felony battery charge and is currently awaiting trial. 
Who made the report? The lady? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. And, and that's what you're supposed to do. Right, right. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think uh, a lot of women, when they get in these type of relationships, they, oh, I won't do the report because somebody I love, blah, blah, blah. No, if he's beating you, he's doing, report it, man. Get away from that person. Doesn't matter. I mean, it's easier said than done. I but mean, you would, you would think it's kind of hard, though, when you got kids with that That's person. what I'm saying. It's easier said than done. Yeah, yeah but, of course. Okay. You know, if somebody's, if he's has a history that keeps doing it, that's not healthy at all, especially for the kids, too, to see that. So you got to do what's best for you and your kids. Um, but, yeah, hopefully Rod Wave figures this out, man, and they, they kind of, this stops. You know, and Rod Wave kind of moves on from the situation, doesn't do this again. Hopefully he learns from this because that's what Chris I hope Brown. they figure it out, yeah. Uh, Chris Brown has learned from his situation. Although there were reports here and there about things about Chris Brown, for the most part, he hasn't really done anything like the Rihanna incident as time went on. Um, so, yeah, his album is scheduled. I think there's still to come out. What was the uh, upcoming album, Beautiful Mind? So the, he, he's delayed the album to June 10th. So I guess probably because of the incident that's going on. June third. Oh, June tenth. Yeah, is, it, is when oh, the, the beautiful mind album comes out. Okay. J Cole. This is how real. This is why I love J Cole, man. For real? Shout out to J Cole, man. Shout he's out a, to J Cole. He's a beast, what? man. Um. So a while ago, and this is a long time ago. This is when Twitter was like a whole different Twitter. Um. There was a girl, I guess, that wrote a letter to him, okay. and he responded in 2013. To the letters he said I read your letter twice now you are so strong I admire you I will be at your graduation only if you get into a four-year university go wow that was in 2013 what did J. Cole do he kept his promise he made it happen <laughs> yeah he showed up at that her graduation dope. I wonder how he kept com- contact with her like just I'm sure she had the same Twitter and then Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes probably, sense, yeah. Yeah, he probably knew that. Or maybe they exchanged uh, information, maybe this team. But, yeah, that's, he showed that's up. beautiful. And, like, I'm sure everybody's going crazy. If you look at the photos, he just looks regularly normal. Like, yeah. You got J. Cole at, the, at a graduation. To be honest, he just looks like a regular person, too. He's just like yeah, somebody. He's just, I mean, yeah, he is. He, he's good at acting like that. Like, he's not acting, but he's just. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's he does that naturally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's that one viral yeah. video of that guy who thought it was J. Cole, but it's actually J. Cole. You see that video? He's like ordering. J. Cole's like in New York ordering. Oh, um, he's ordering food at like the drive-by or something? Yeah, like no, those outside, outside station. No, those outside stations where they make the food. Those are like. Yeah, yeah. yeah those. Uh, yeah, like whatever. New York, they have yeah. a lot. Yeah. So he's out there ordering food, looking up. And this guy's like, yo, that guy looks like J. Cole records. Oh, shit. He actually <laughs> yeah. realized that is J. Cole. Man, that's crazy. So that's how low-key. He doesn't really like, he doesn't dress up. You don't know. Like if you run into him, you just run into him. It's like, whoa. So that's, uh, that's the cool thing about him. Um. So let me see. Uh, let me see. Uh, J. Cole is a man of his word in 2013. A dedicated fan by the name of Sierra Barrage called the radio station with hopes of Cole wishing her happy birthday. About three months later, Barrage, who was in high school at the time, got a call from Cole who invited her to meet him in person. Armed with a letter from the Dreamville boss, Barrage opened up about her upbringing. In the letter, it says, it says all that I went through uh, with being adopted, my parents being hooked on drugs, in and out of prison. At the time, both parents were in prison, so I asked him, wow. could he come to my graduation since they can't? Wow. So that is a serious um, wow. you know, thing. Uh, Cole told Baraj he would show up at her high school graduation 
if she got into a four-year anniversary. So, and he did. Uh, Barraza ultimately accepted uh, into college, and sure enough, J. Cole kept his promise. Shout out to J. Cole. That's a real one. Yeah, that's a good way to use your fame. Hell yeah, man. Great way to use your fame and influence. She's going to forever remember that, man. Round of applause to J. Cole, man. Cole, wow. Yeah. You're a beast. Off season, by the way. It was one year ago it dropped. Can you come to my podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Take off the Wi-Fi. Shout out to J. Cole. Cole, wow. Y'all show up. Yeah. Travis Scott and Live Nation are being sued still for Masterworld. So Travis Scott is actually set to perform on stage for the first time. For a while, actually. Man. He hasn't performed in a while, but he's set to perform Ooh. here soon. I don't know where. Um, but he is getting, they're getting another lawsuit because a woman suffered a miscarriage and they're blaming an Astroworld event. Let's go over the article. Uh, while Travis Scott looks to get his career back on track, there's a series of roadblocks still in his way. With a maraud of lawsuits piling up, another one has been made public on Thursday, May 12th by TMZ. The Flame and Live Nation are among the defendants in the lawsuit where Astroworld Festival attendee Shaniza Williamson claims her injuries suffered uh, at the deadly November festival that killed 10 people resulted in her having a miscarriage. According to the suit obtained by TMZ, Williamson agrees that Travis Scott and Live Nation's failure to plan, design, manage, operate, staff, and supervise the event was a direct and proximate cause of Shania's injuries and death of her and her partner's unborn child. Williamson filed a lawsuit shortly after November 5th festival claiming injuries to her shoulder, back, chest, and leg while being trampled by the crowd surge. She then added wrongful death into the suit about six weeks later before 2021 expired. It's unclear how far she was into her pregnancy, but Texas law states that it doesn't matter what trimester of pregnancy she's in, they can still successfully sue for wrongful death. So, uh, yeah, that thing was a mess. Yeah. Um, We'll keep our eye. I really am curious to see about all these lawsuits and what happens with them. I wonder how long it's going to take. Has any of them? Nothing has been no, accepted nothing yet. yet. Nothing. No, they all been. They all in court. They're gonna start going in court. Right, right. I mean, we don't know. Has the, any of the, nothing? We don't know the results yet. of them yeah. yet. It's gonna be a while. I'm pretty sure it's gonna take probably another year. Yeah. Well. I mean, shit. They still have the favor. Yeah, man. I've, yeah. Still have Nipsey shit. Isn't that it. coming soon? Yeah. <laughs> we have a date for that. I forget. I think it was like June. Maybe. Okay. Maybe actually this month. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with all these damn dates. I know. I got some of my own dates I got to keep up with. Yeah. So. Ooh. Shout out to Who Kid. Yeah. You should come through, Who Kid. Who Kid. NBA Youngboy. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to NBA. NBA Youngboy got a plaque. Playoffs. For 100 gold and platinum singles. He got a plaque for 100 gold. Yeah. A big... Ass, have you seen? Look at the photo. This Holy plaque, this shit! Plaque, yeah, they got off the Wi-Fi. This plaque looks like the Junit Fifty One. You know the one with the mixtape, yeah. all that worldwide. That's Damn, that's it, nice. I like it. Yeah, it's a beautiful plaque, man. A hundred wow. RIA gold slash platinum certifications. One hundred. That's that's an amazing compliment. You got to give him a round of applause for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, hey, that's crazy. So he's received more certifications than uh, Future and J Cole combined. So you add your Future and J. Cole together, NBA Youngboy's ahead of them. Wow. So at the time, Youngboy had 71 gold-selling singles and four gold-selling albums. He'd also received five platinum-selling projects and 38 platinum-selling songs, 10 of which had achieved multi- multiple platinum status. But on Friday, May 13th, Youngboy broke his own record and took to Instagram to show off the massive plaque he received from RIAA to commemorate him having 100 gold and platinum singles. 
at just 22 years old. <laughs> yeah, he's the youngest one to ever do this. Uh, My goodness. That is amazing. He's also one of the youngest artists to achieve this feat. Yeah, he's in the history books for this. That plaque looks beautiful. Yeah. I can't wait till I get my million subscribers plaque. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I get Who does that? Like the label or? RIA. The R. I. certification, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Dang, that's, that's, I like says, how they did it. Like says that. at the bottom, youngest to ever do it. So Where? At the plaque. Look at the Oh, bottom. I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah, I see it now. So. That's dope, man. Shout out to That would be dope to hang up at your house. <sighs> that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, that looks beautiful the way they did it too and they put all the albums around and stuff mixtapes, mixtapes. And all that yeah. yeah damn that is crazy i like shit <laughs> i don't I, yeah i like shit like this yeah no i can't wait till i get my million subscribers one that's gonna be fire it's yeah be pretty that's big. fire too yeah i got the one hundred thousand one, the old one they changed the hundred thousand the way it looks now it looks different the one that i got looks I got, better or? i don't know i like the older one a little bit better i don't know the new one's all right i haven't seen it yeah so i still have the old maybe when this podcast gets to hundred thousand, we'll get a plaque of that and we're gonna get the newer one. So nice. And we got two channels. So if it goes to the main one and the highlights, we'll get two. That's dope. And we can put out whatever name you want. One for Vito and the one for, for Quake. Oh, you so, can do that? Yeah, you can put whatever name yeah, you want. Yeah, I have a plaque. Yeah, Share so, with my fans. Yeah. Yeah. So you I'm can have all the fans sign it. Now imagine getting that there's only a few YouTubers that got the ten million subscriber one, the diamond plaque. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's diamond. It's like selling an album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Shit. 10 million fans. <laughs> I mean, basically, that's what it is. You got 10 million fans. That's God, hard that's to do. That's a lot, dude. That is, yeah. Lad, right now. I don't now, know why they don't do a 5 million. That, that's that's a big two, man. I mean, that's... I mean, you go 100,000, a million, and you got a 5 million, because that's a big gap. I mean, yes, you YouTube. YouTube. I like the, YouTube trip, it's, it's cheap, good. Man. It's good the fact that YouTube even does it, though. They could have been like, no, why do I get well, they flags? They have to do it. Like, they don't have to get flags to nobody. You know how much money they make off YouTubers? Doesn't matter. I mean, so I don't take think off they, the Wi-Fi. I'm just saying, I don't think they care. Shit, they could care less. The fact that they even do it is nice. I mean, they should have done a five million. The diamond one let, is like let I don't know in the comments. I don't really like the diamond one. It's like it's one you can hold. Oh, for real? It's like a diamond looking play button. I don't like that. I want like an actual, oh, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want an actual like diamond looking plaque thing. Let me actually see my. Yeah, look it up. It's 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 only a few YouTubers got it. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's like one you can hold up. I want like an actual, like a plaque one that you can, that's, you know. You can choose colors, black or platinum? I think, yeah. The diamond play button. One I don't know, man. If I got 10 million. If I got 10 million. Only five created? I think, I don't know how many people have gotten it. I don't play know. The button is one of the five subscribers. Yeah, there's only there's only a few people there. Wow, plaques created and distributed by YouTube is content creators with... 10 million subscribers as a part of their you part of their creator awards that is crazy yep shit worth 10 million dollars yeah you get one of those in your i hate that the, the, the new gold one is a little smaller they, they, they used to have a gold one that was big now like when you get one million subscribers it's, it's bigger but it's not like like how it was yeah yeah you know that's the only thing i don't like it gets smaller with the no, I'm saying like the gold. I'm talking about the old ones. Uh huh. The old ones used to be bigger, like the gold one. Mm. When you reached a million subscribers, you would get a big one. Now it's a little bit bigger, but it's not like how it used to be, like big as fuck. That's so. crazy. Yeah, nice. it's, it's tough to do, That's man. A big accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, ten million. If I ever reached ten million subscribers, I'm on a whole different stratosphere. <laughs> All I can say is you a gangster. Yeah, at that point, Joe Rogan. I don't think he's even at ten million. Is he, he about to? Let me see what Joe Rogan is. I remember him. I'm curious now. 
You got Vlad TV at five million. He's been doing this since two thousand and eight. Yeah. Five more million to go. That's insane. Actually, Joe Rogan's at twelve point four million. Never mind. Twelve point four million. Yeah, subscribers. Oh my god! I didn't know he had that much. Yeah. Lord have Who's mercy. Who's the most subscriber? I know PewDiePie's at 111 million subscribers. Ah! 45. <laughs> What'd they give him, man? Shit, they should give somebody for 100 million plaque. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I they think, should I don't YouTube, know. what the fuck? But yeah, he, he has 111 million subscribers. Yeah, he needs a plaque for that. Let me see who's the most. He needs something like NBA just got. Who is the most subscribed YouTuber? YouTuber. It's probably PewDiePie. T-Series, which is an actual whole channel from India. 213 million subscribers. God. <laughs> His money's probably stupid. This is a whole company, though. If you're talking individual people, mm-hmm. it is PewDiePie. He has 111 million. My goodness. Yeah, then Mr. Beast has 94.8 million. Wow. These it's are like, like... As soon as they drop a video, it's hitting millions within minutes. Yeah, yeah, seconds. Oh, um, my goodness. Yeah, the first three are like companies. One's an education, Coco Melon... Nursery Rhymes, which is kids. Mm-hmm. Of course, kid channels. Of course. Are 133 million subscribers. That's the second one. Wow. And then Set India. Again, another India channel. So mm-hmm. 131. They got a lot of people. Man, so <laughs> yeah, there, so it was easy for them shit. to get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you got yeah you got a few different ones. WWE. I did Boy. not know WWE has, is the number number eight most subscribed channel at 87.7 million. WWE, what the fuck? Yeah, I remember we used to play games too. Damn, I didn't know it was that popular. It is big. Let's see if there's any like hip hop type of channel. Let's see. I always wanted to go to one of those like matches and shit. WWE, just to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Is there any hip hop artists? I think Eminem's probably the biggest one for for you, you know, two? Maybe. Mm, that's a good question. I don't know. Oh, this is this is a list of uh List of what? List of people who first hit like a million, who first hit two million, like the first person to hit that. Oh, wow. So YouTube, back in July 7, 2006, the first person to reach 10,000 subscribers was a channel named Brookers. That was the first, and that was in 2006, so YouTube was probably a year old. Wow. And then Smosh, I remember Smosh, they're the first ones to reach 100,000 subscribers, and that was in May of 2007. God, 2007. Yeah, I mean, 100,000 subscribers. And then you had that Fred channel. Oh, my God, that kid was annoying. That was the first person to ever reach a million subscribers. That was on April 2009. Wow. First. Yeah. You had Ray William Johnson, which I remember seeing him equals three. He had a big channel on that. He was the first one to reach five million subscribers in November of 2011. Shit. Mike just fell off. His mic just fell off. Come on, man. I didn't do that purpose. Fix it. I think it wasn't tightened up. Yeah. His mic. No, no, keep going. Just, just add it in. <laughs> that was funny as hell. <laughs> he leaned back and they should have just fell. Uh, I'm worried about mine now. I'm scared mine's gonna fall off. That was hilarious. <laughs> he leaned back and. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, damn, that was hilarious. Uh, continuing on, Smosh. <laughs> Smosh had 10 million subscribers in May 2013. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, and then PewDiePie actually held a 20 million and 50 million record. 2014 and 2016. <laughs> Damn, that is insane, man. These channels. This is the Feely's problem. 
That's a Phoenix problem. What's your ass for this? Yeah, I don't know who the hell messed with that. I might change it, honestly. I like the ones that are just on the table. I might change it to that. <laughs> No, you just got to buy the one that's, you know. Yeah, we'll probably change it to the table. No, when we move locations, we'll change it up. Right now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like really like these arm kind of ones that much. I mean, it, it, the good thing about it is it clears up desk space. You know, it's clear here. We don't got that much stuff. And I'm just saying, like, you know, if you if you have stuff, it clears yeah. it up. There's nothing. It's flowing. Yeah, but we don't have that much stuff. So, so this would be perfect for us. Yeah. All right, continuing on, NBA Youngboy, amazing plaque. I wish I could get a plaque like that. Congratulations. Boozy Badass, he Boozy explained bad. why he didn't reach out to NBA Youngboy after NBA Youngboy dissed him on that I Hate Youngboy record. He hopped on Vlad. Vlad asked him, you know, because him and Boozy and Vlad have been doing a lot of content together. I know, I feel like he's the number uh, he one pays, on that. He probably pays Boozy half of the earnings or whatever it is. And Boozy goes on there, they have a conversation. There you go. Nice. Um. By the way, I would never... I'm still to this day not paying anybody to come on here. I know some people want to get paid. I'm not paying any artists to come on here. I'm with the academics approach. Yeah. I, I you know, I have a platform just like you have a platform. We both benefit off it. Even only, 50? No, the only person I would pay are the people that never do interviews. Uh, yeah, I agree with Cause that. Because those people, yeah. like, okay, you never do interviews. I want an interview with you. I'll pay you. So, Lloyd Banks, if you're listening, <laughs> Banks, Tuesday. Yeah, I, I would pay for Lloyd Banks because he never does interviews. Now, other people that regularly do interviews, nah, I ain't paying nothing, man. You come out here promoting your shit, you helping me promote your shit. Everybody's helping. Scratch your back, scratch your back. I wonder Everybody's how back. much you would ask for. I'd pay. I don't know what I'd pay, but I wouldn't pay anything crazy because I don't got that kind of bread anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he would be like, good uh, thing my flow came with a tag. Yeah. Um, so Boozy, you know, addressed the song, addressed his diss track that we talked about a while ago. Uh, in the sit-down, Boozy explained why he never decided to reach out and attempt to squash whatever perceived bad blood was between the two. Uh, he says, because I didn't want to kill him, Boozy, Boozy explained to Vlad. So I just wanted to say what I had to say. I didn't really promote the song. I just wanted to say what I had to say, but I just felt like I'll say what I have to say over to the mic, and that's it. You know, like I said, my first and last time speaking on it, I was going to say what I had to say, and that's it. Cheesy repeated that like 10 times. Yeah. Um, and then... Vlad kept asking about NBA boys. Like, man, I don't want to talk about him. Just stop, stop asking me. Uh, as you remember the diss, he, he actually laughed it off because he's like, damn, he's dissing all these ops, and then he adds me in there. Mm, and yeah. Boozy was laughing at that. He's like, why the hell did I get added in this? Because he, young boy, the bars that he spit was like, feel like Boozy don't even like me, bitch. Don't call my phone. Fuck you. Yeah, Krispy Kreme on the tie. So, and then obviously Boozy responded with, I don't call phones, I call shots. So, <laughs> so Boozy said, yeah, I responded on the record. I wanted to end it that way on wax and nothing more. He does not want to talk with him, does not want to do music with him. He said the way that the the situation was handled was very poorly. He didn't like it and he wants nothing to do with NBA Youngboy. Fair enough. So, yeah, he's alienating. NBA Youngboy is alienating himself. One of the biggest artists, but has issues with a lot of people. So, I wonder how long that's going to last. I mean, he really doesn't need other artists. Eventually, you're going to. People are eventually going to get bored of just listening to you. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty Thinking sure. about, about the 50 it. Cent situation. What about it? He alienated himself from a lot of people. And he even regrets sure it. Did. He even regrets it. He said, my artist could have worked with a lot more people outside of, you know, just G-Unit. 
they could have become bigger if they were just work with other people. But Fifty was like, "Fuck everybody, blah blah blah. I don't want to do this song. I only do this song with this song." And yeah, that's a good point. So it, it can affect you over time, and it does alienate you. Mm. So NBM boy needs to think about that long term wise. Let's get into the music, aka the greatest album that dropped in the past year. No, yeah, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Anyways, before we get into that Kendrick Lamar album and our thoughts on it, because I got a lot of thoughts on it. Let's just talk about the new music that dropped in general. So these are the new singles that came out. Danger Mouse and Black Thought, No Gold Teeth, Bloody James, Open Door, Post Malone, Roddy Rich, Cooped Up, which actually was a pretty decent track. Uh, Hit Boy and Dreezy, Coyle Ray, Balance My Lows. That's really about it for singles. Albums. ASAP Ant, Lil Black, Jean Jacket 3. 16 tracks on that. The Boy, Can't Tame Us, 11 tracks on that. Filthy Rich, FOD, The Infrastructure, 10 tracks, actually. Whoa, 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 never mind. 26 tracks on that, which I wow. Too many tracks. That is a lot. Uh, I don't know why they didn't add the Black Youngster album on this fucking list. Hip Hop DX, you... Sorry. Black Youngster dropping album as well. Uh, it's actually pretty good. Is that what people are saying? Yeah. I like it. I don't know. I don't know what other people are saying. It, yeah. Everybody, every album got overshadowed by Kendrick Lamar, just making that clear. People didn't even pay attention to anything else because Kendrick Lamar dropped, so they're yeah, like... he took off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, he took off everybody's shine. So yeah. I'm trying to load up this Black Youngster album, but it's not even loading. There it is, For Life. That's the album title. For Check Life. it out. 23 tracks on there. 23, so. wow. Uh, let's get into the Kendrick Lamar album then. Uh, our thoughts, what I think, what I like, what I dislike... Uh, I was on live stream, so you guys got my real life reaction on there. Uh, disc one and disc two. So disc one is the big stepper side, which is nine tracks. And then disc two is the Mr. Morale side, which is also nine tracks. Disc one. Let's talk about disc one, which is the big steppers. One through nine though. Yeah. I like, I believe it was seven out of nine tracks. Really? That many? Yeah. Nice. I like United in Grief, which is the first track. I like N95, which is Take Off mm -hmm. to Wi-Fi, uh, which is second track. I like Die Hard, which is the fourth track. Right. I like Father Time, which is the fifth track. Mm -hmm. I like Rich Spirit, which is the seventh track. And I like Purple Hearts. Never mind, so six. I take off the interlude because I didn't really bump the interlude. So six out of nine, which I don't really count the interlude, so technically it's six out of eight. I mean, me personally, I don't count the interludes. Um, so six out of nine. Yeah, if I had to choose that too, yeah. Um, Which one is like your favorite, favorite one? Out of the first disc, The Big Steppers, I go back and forth between N95 and Rich Spirit. Yeah. Oh, I think Rich Spirit is actually my, my, my I think favorite. N95 is more playable. Nah, Rich Spirit is fire, bro. I don't know. You must might be listening to what I'm listening to. Take off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, you don't remember Rich Spirit? Hold on, let me sneak peek. Yeah, let me actually get some of the bars out here. Cause yeah, let me do that too. Uh, what was the one? Stop playing for me before I turn you to a song. Stop playing with it. Hey, bitch, I'm attractive. Can't fuck with you no more. I'm fasting. fasting. Ugh. Ugh. Bitch, I'm attractive. Like Come on, man. That's that. That's I like song. that part. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Keep it real, brother. We have to score, brother. Give me that, brother. I'm fasting. So that's what I'm saying. I, I This track, is it's very smooth, the production on it. Oh, let me see who produced it. Janice, Sweet, DJ Dahi, Freno, and I don't have no idea who these producers are, but this is um, 
Rich Rich Spirit depicts an irreverent Kendrick talking about his own qualities while trying to stand firm against criticism against him. Kendrick utilizes ethereal melodies and portrays a different side to Lamar's customary approach while debating morality, loyalty, narcissism, and other themes. Yeah, we'll get into the themes of a lot of this stuff. But I think Rich Spirit for the first um for the first disc is the best track. I like N95. I like Die Hard. Die Hard is a very smooth female driven record. Was that the one that he's going back and forth with the girl? No, no. This is oh. uh, this is that smooth one with the the blast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's record I really enjoy. Yeah, um, that's a good, nice, clean. Purple Hearts. Dope. It was a really nice scene on Purple Hearts, Sweetie and Ghostface Killer. That is a insane combo. Executed perfectly. I love when newer rappers work with older generation rappers like Ghostface Killer. Ghostface Killer is from the nineties slash eighties, whatever you want to say. Um so I really enjoyed that. Great record. So yeah, I'll say six out of nine. Six I didn't like nine. the tracks that I didn't like on disc one was Worldwide Steppers, The Rich Interlude, and then We Cry Together, which is that argue arguing track. I get I like the concept of it. I love, you know, the fact how it was executed, but I'm never going to be bumping that. It's not a song, like an argument back and forth. I don't see myself. But, but I like how they did that yeah, song. That's like, what I said, yeah. Yeah, they were going back and forth. And it was like a arg real argument, but like in a rap way. And it was so, like, the argument felt like it, like it was a for real, like how people actually yeah. argue. And that you is know, true. relationships. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was very dope. I like it. And then what I really like is Father Time as well. Him talking about his upbringing. Um, how his father was was very very harsh on him. Um, let me find the actual lyrics. I don't want to. Yeah, he said a lot on this album. Oh, it's very personal. Um, I come in, I come from a generation of home invasions, and I got daddy issues. That's on me. Everything them four walls had taught me made habits buried deep. That man knew a lot, but not enough to keep them. Keep me past them streets. My life is a plot twisted from directions that I can't see. Daddy issues ball across my head. Told me fuck a foul. So I'm teary eyed. Want to throw my hands. I won't think out loud. A foolish pride. If I lose again, won't go in the house. I stayed outside laughing with my friends. They don't know my life. Daddy issues made me learn losses. I don't take those well. Mama said that boy is exhausted. He said, go fuck yourself. So his dad was very, very harsh on him. Uh, if he was emotional in any way, his dad didn't give a shit. Um, yeah. You know, I'm charging baskets, falling backwards, trying to keep balance. Oh, this part where mental stability meets talent. So, to me, it felt like majority of this album was just Kendrick Lamar um, relieving his therapy. Yeah, that's a good. What he went through, it. what he went through in therapy, he kind of just relieved it on this album. I don't think he gave a shit about performance. I don't think he cares about if this album's gonna perform good or not. Yeah, I yeah. think he's just for his his insanity and his relief. He just. He went to therapy, experienced a lot, and then just put it all out there for people. Yeah. And then whatever happens, he did, I don't think he gives a shit. He's in Ghana right now, just enjoying life. Exactly, he, yeah. He gives a flying fuck. Just, yeah, he just did the album that way, and he's like, this is the way I want to put it out. So, yeah, I think that's what majority of this album to me was. Uh, he needed to get things off his chest. Um, and, you know, that's a great position to be in as an artist you can release music that's what you like you don't care about the person you get at a certain point where album sales don't matter you're that big of an artist where even if you don't sell good like like any rapper that's established around eminem drop an album it could sell horrible it doesn't affect him at all 
Jay Z, yeah, yeah. Jay Z can drop Kanye, and all these artists on these lists can drop Drake, can drop an album, do bad, doesn't affect them at all. Um, any artist like that, that type mm. of list, J Cole, every every these top tier artists, they can just do whatever music they like at this point. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So I think that's what this album to me was. He he went through therapy, experienced a lot, and then wanted to uh, tell everybody about his personal life. A lot of crazy things, by the way. Mm. Uh, his aunt, I think, being transgender, transitioning. From a guy to, or I think mm-hmm. an aunt to a guy. I don't forget. Yeah. My auntie is a man now. Yeah. So to, from yeah. my aunt, from a female to a man, um, experiencing that, dealing with that, that's a huge thing to deal with. That's uh, crazy. And then abuse, his mom getting abused and not being able to do anything about it as a kid and then feeling grief about that. And then uh, his mom thinking his uncle sexually harassed him. Yeah. And he's trying to tell him, no, that never happened. Uh, but his mom not believing him because. It happens in, in the family. A lot of abuse has happened. So his mom never believed him in that situation. Him cheating on his wife, admitting that he was addicted to sex. He wasn't addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. He wasn't addicted to weed. He said, I never took any of that. But sex, I was addicted and I cheated on my wife. And then she's the one that recommended him therapy Um, and the songs he talks wow. about. So let me actually go over all this. But yeah, that's the first. That's not. Actually, I went over the second disc. I went over everything. Yeah, I was about to say. I think I was. <laughs> I went over everything. My bad. Um. But yeah, you have anything? Uh, I don't know if you because I think you're waiting to on add the something. part. Um, I forgot. I was gonna say something, but I forgot, man. Shit. Um, are we still in the part one or? Yeah, we can. Let's go to the part two. Let's just go to part two. Okay, and add it together. My part two, man. What I really, really like, uh, Kodak, on that uh, was a Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah. He his when he laid his verses on there, I loved it, dude. You could argue that he yeah. washed Kendrick. <laughs> yes. He did, but I, I liked what he was saying. I can't remember exactly what the lyrics were. You got, the, you got the bars, but he, he, the way he started out was very good, and he was just kind of. Uh, now, why the, the question? A lot of people are wondering why was Kodak on the album. That's what a lot of people are asking. Why here? Here's here's why Kodak has been accused of mm-hmm. harassing, sexual harassing a girl, mm-hmm. but he's been sexually harassed himself. Okay. So what is the theme of this Kendrick album? Yes. It's yeah, dealing with those traumas and then dealing trying to figure out a way to deal with them when you're famous, real life, all that. Right. So putting Kodak on there, the person that's actually been through because he talks about uh R. Kelly. R. Kelly and how you know he's the one that got sexually abused as a kid and now he did it to other people. Um now that does it excuse it? No. It does not excuse it. It's still a bad thing to do. But we kind of we we know where it comes from at that point. You know, right. when it happens to you, it ends up happening to other people, um, and they just continue the cycle. And then on the track, this is the song that actually got my eyes watery listening to it. Which one? That one where his kids, uh, it's Mother I Sober, I think it's called. Uh, oh, Mother I Sober? Yeah. yeah. That was, like, I was listening to it, and then at the end when his kids start talking about, thank you, Daddy, for breaking the cycle, like, that yeah. got my eyes watery. I was, like, alive. I was about to start tearing up here because it was crazy. Um yeah, that whole album, that whole, I mean, that whole song is something totally different, man. Um, and I liked it on, on wasn't on the Crown record, how he was, uh, like he was, I, I believe he was saying that he couldn't please everyone. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Because um, everybody was wanting, like, for example, the, the, a car, for example. Yeah. And then he couldn't, you know, it gets old. They just expect another one to be given by him just because he 
you know, is rich or yeah. famous or, uh, and he's, yeah, like how he was saying, he's not really responsible to make everyone satisfied. And, you know, uh, what was it? I think it was, I think that was the crown, right? And you, you can't, yeah, you can't please everybody, you know, because right now, even when Kendrick dropped this album, what is people saying? Oh, I want more club records. I wanted more of this. I wanted more like it's yeah. you get, you get what you get. You can't please everybody. There's going to be always somebody upset about mm-hmm. something. It's yeah. like whatever. So that's I like that he mentions that on the record. He also yeah. mentions um what was I going to say? I just slipped my mind here. Um about him not being the savior. You shouldn't look at these celebrities as saviors in your life. He talks about future you know, future told you to get a money counter, but he's not yeah. your savior. Cole told you to yeah. believe in yourself. I think he said, or not your savior. Mm-hmm. Braun got it. You know, he's talking about, you know, don't look at me as this, as this Jesus Christ, the savior of everything, you know, cause I'm not that I'm just a regular human being that has my own faults, um, in life. And yeah, he was like, love can change. It's fake only temporarily now to whom is given crown much is required now. Yeah. Um, let me go that's, over the Mother Eye Sober because that's, that record's facts. deep. So on the third, mainly on the third verse, he said, I was never high, I was never drunk, never out of my mind. I need control. They handed me some smoke, but I still, I declined. I did it sober, sitting with myself. I went through all emotions, no dependence except for one. Let me bring you closer. That's where you missed the sexual addiction. Intoxicated, there's a lustful nature that I failed to mention. Insecurities that project sleeping with other women. Whitney's hurt, but this is his wife. The purest soul I know, I found her in the kitchen asking God, where did I lose myself and can it be forgiven? Broke me down. She looked me in the eyes and said, is there addiction? I said, no, but this time I lied. I knew that I can't fix it. Pure soul, even in her pain, know she cared for me, gave me a number. She said she recommended some therapy. That's where he's talking about going to therapy for this and other problems. I asked my mama why she didn't believe me when I told her no. This is talking about the uncle that she, her mom believed that he got abused by the uncle sexually. Uh, I never knew she was violated in Chicago. I'm sympathetic. Told me that she feared it happened to me for my protection. Thought it never happened. She wouldn't agree. Now I'm affected 20 years later. Trauma has resurfaced. Amplified as I write this song. I shiver because I'm nervous. I was five, questioning myself. Alone for many years. Nothing's wrong. Just results on how them questions made me feel. So, yeah. They raped our mothers. They raped our sisters. And then made us watch. This is talking about slavery. Psychotic torture between our lives. We ain't recovered. Still living as the victims in the public's eyes. Pledge allegiance. Uh, one of the things that he really said. Uh, what record did he say this on? I wish I had these. I should have wrote I'm sorry, notes. Or the one no, one saying. of these records he talks about how politicians, he rubs shoulders with these people who um, fake, pretend like they're helping people. And he says, I don't want to fucking do a speech because you guys are all fake. You guys don't even help people like that. You guys are politicians. Um, yeah. I think it was, I don't know what record, man. Um, yeah, I should have, we should have wrote notes on this. I should have yeah. wrote to be more organized on this. I apologize. Sure. Um, yeah, at the end of the Mother I Sober, though, he said, you did it. I'm proud of you. His wife says, you broke a generational curse. And then the, she says, say thank you, dad. And then the kid's like, thank you, daddy. Thank you, mommy. Thank you, brother. And then Mr. Morrow. So. Maybe it was world rights. No. It's probably one of those. grief, yeah. No, no, that's probably the record that I, that I keep bumping. I've been in 95, because I remember hearing a lot. Okay. Let me see. Look at my reaction. I like N95, too, though. Um, yeah, he did a very good job with this album, man. 
it's a good album very good and uh but a lot of people are not going to be listening to it soon i mean it's the album a lot of people man they just like i asked a couple people like hey what do you think about the album he's a lot of them like i can't listen to this man yeah he's good lyrics it depends on the person yeah that's what i'm saying a lot of people it just there's only a certain type of people that would listen to his album a lot of his hardcore fans you know Nah, love that album. That's, that's not, it's a great no, album, nah, but it's you like, got records on here that are going to keep playing. Yeah, Kendrick it, has records like that. though. He does, but in this album, what, what's going to get re- repeated? Like, you know what? Like, you know what? When I went to Cabo, uh-huh. went to Cabo, Mexico, what okay. they were playing? They're playing "Bitch, Be Humble," "Sit Down," "DNA." All these records. That's what I'm saying. He has records like that on here, though. Yeah, like and "Rich Spirit" and '95. Yeah, there's a okay. there's at least four or five records like that, and that's every album. No album. Have you right. listened to an <clears> album top to bottom? repeatedly no i know you have unless it's a classic like give it should i try and you can go listen no, to of it course. you know you, you the, nobody has an album like that where it's consistently repeating it, everybody's bumping every single track so i don't i don't i don't understand that that whole point of all oh, but it's i not guess something. we'll see then yeah no there's going to be tracks on it they're going to consistently bump yeah but it's like let's say you're bowling and you, you know how they play music? Yeah. What song will they play? A lot, bro. There's a lot on Which here. Which one? N95 is one of them. Perfect example. You can play the other one with the girl, the the, the okay. smooth okay. record. N95, but maybe maybe that one. No, there's but like it's, it's like you're, you're driving a car. Rich Spirit. You, I bump, just, bro, I've been bumping. Rich Spirit has been amazing. Smooth as fuck. I love the record. To me, it's just it's turn not, off the Wi-Fi. It's not about just boom, boom, boom. Like no, no, I'm not saying like that. Yeah. But it's just like. Take off the fufu, take off the cloud chase, take off the, come on, man, that's a fire. Yeah. And he's, he's right about these bars, too. If you take off all this shit these people have, yeah, this designer shit, car, yeah. all this bullshit that people yeah. use to hide their insecurities, this designer bullshit, all this stuff, mm-hmm. most people spiritually, their souls, they're ugly individuals. That's just how it is. It just, these people, they, they, they use these things to make themselves look like they're amazing. Right. But if you take all this stuff away it's from fake, them, who yeah. they are as a person is what you need to question. Are they good people? You know, people, because we look up to these people with these designer bags and all this shit. Um, yes. Take off the fake deep, take off the fake woke, take off the I'm broke, I can't. <laughs> take off the gossip, take off the new logic that I'm rich, I'm rare. Yeah, so. Yeah, take off all that shit. Take all that designer bullshit off and what do you have? Ugh, you're Ugh. ugly as fuck. <laughs> so, damn, he dissed everybody. Um, continue on with more of these tracks. There's so much to break down on here. Uh, let me see what, what I would, have to what, find. What would you right. rate the album? Uh, I gave it an eight out of ten. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I gave it an eight. I personally, for me, I think I, I'm actually going over these albums. To me, it's starting to become his best album. To me, because you guys, here's the thing: you guys got to actually listen to the album, go over it over and that's over. I'm saying you cannot listen to it once. You know, so I, I was like, I got to listen to this a couple of times because sometimes I listen to the album, I'm like, oh, this shit's trash. Then I go back to it, listen again, I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, what the fuck did I just say? Um, you know, let me see what the. I'm trying to find that. We'll more. probably come back and talk about this album again later on. See what we, what we still think about it. Let me see. I think it's it's uh, might be Savior. I love Savior too. Savior is a good record. Oh, oh bitch! Are you happy for me? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you happy? That's that's a dope ass record. Um. He talks about the COVID thing, vaccine, Kyrie. Kyrie reacted to it. I like how he said that. Yeah, he was like, I wasn't sure. He said, bite my bite they tongues and rap lyrics, scared to be crucified about a song. That's the one thing about this album theme, too. He doesn't care. He doesn't care to be politically correct. He's speaking his mind. He doesn't care what people like, dislike. Right. He even said the F word. 
uh, on the auntie song. Uh, he doesn't give a shit. And it wasn't like in a bad way, but he just right. talking about it. Uh, he said, bite their tongues. These rap leaders scared to be crucified about a song, but they won't admit it. Politically correct is how you keep an opinion. Guys is tight-lipped. Fuck who dare to be different. Seen a Christian say the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Then he caught COVID and prayed to Pfizer for relief. That's happened a lot of times. Yes. People are in the hospital. They're thinking the vaccine is going to save them from dying. They end up dying. Uh, it's happened quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, Started questioning. Caught Kyrie. COVID, yeah, and prayed Pfizer for relief. Then I caught COVID, Kendrick says, mm-hmm. and started to question Kyrie because Kyrie's against the vaccine. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, by the way, the basketball player. Will I stay organic or hurt in this bed for two weeks? So that's where he stopped. He's like, do you want peace? They watch us in the street. I wonder if he took it. I don't know. Um, he probably was like Kyrie. Uh, there it is. So on this on this track, he talks about the, the politicians. politicians. So the third verse starts out saying, the cat is out the bag. I am not your savior. I find it difficult. I find it just as difficult to love thy neighbors, especially when people got ambiguous favors, but their heart's not in it. See, everything's for the paper. The struggle for the right side of history. Independent thought is like an eternal enemy. Capitalists posing as compassionates be a enemy. There you go. Capitalists posing as compassionates, meaning a lot of these people that are rich say that they're doing good for the world, but they're really just doing it for their own benefit. He said, yeah, suck my dick with authenticity, which authenticity. is a dope response. He's like, yeah, Tupac dead. Got to think for yourself. Yeah, heroes looking for villains, for villains to help, which is I've never been sophisticated, saving face, being manipulative, such a required taste. He says, I rubbed elbows with people that was for the people. They say they were. They all greedy. Then he says, I don't care for no public speaking. And they act and they like to wonder where I've been. Protecting my soul in the valley of silence. And he was, he was like. Protecting was, my soul in the valley of silence. That is fire. For 1,865 days. Yeah, something like I started. Yeah, the, yeah, the song I like started. When he said that. I was like, I really actually Googled the hunters. Yeah, I did that live. It was five years. It was yeah. a little over five years. Yeah. Um, I was like, damn, that's crazy. So, yeah, that's why he says I don't care for public speaking because a lot of these people are just fucking false and blah, blah, blah. So. That is a long time in five years. Yeah, he had he explained on the album why. He had but, two years writer's block. Yeah. Which is a lot of artists sometimes have mm-hmm. that writer's block. Eminem had it with the, uh, the relapse situation. He's yeah. trying to finally come back. He had a writer's block. Couldn't when you have writer's block, it applies to anybody who's a creative person. Mm-hmm. Usually you get stuck in a block and whatever. You, that's what happened in t- last year to me. There's the yeah, shit that I was creating was just, I didn't like it. I literally scrapped the whole DMX video, part one, because I didn't like it. So you get into this mode sometimes when you're working, you get into a writer's block where you just don't like what you're doing at all, no matter what you do, even though you think it's good or people other think people think it's good, you just end up not liking it. And that's probably what, or you just can't write at all or be creative at all. It just stops. Some people can be creative, but they don't like what they do. And that's another writer's block. And there's right. some people that, that can not even be creative. They're just stuck. So that's what he said. Two years of that was that, which is a long time. That is a lot, yeah. And then three years was therapy, dealing with himself. Mm-hmm. So that's five years of time. I don't think he's going to take another five years, though. I think it's going to be like a year or two. He's going to drop another I think album. so. Why you say that? It's just... It's too long of a way. I don't think fans are, are willing... Are appreciating it, yeah. Are willing... I don't know. Maybe they are. I Five years again? That's nah, too much, man. I yeah. think that's a little bit too much. But it's good to wait because you see how the album... Oh, the production is a whole different yeah. level. I think he's, this production on this album has been the best. Because you have a lot to say. Say, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. So. Because within one year, it's like, 
yeah, you could drop an album every year, but it's like, unless you just constantly got shit going on, which a lot of these artists do, but. So on Auntie Diaries, um, this is a track where he talks about um, his aunt being a man. Um, let me see. Code where is the I can't Mr. Moral? No, I'm talking about Auntie's Diaries. Really? Yeah, this is uh this so yeah, he's talking about his aunt transforming to the man. Um the verse two he said, My aunt is a man now. I think I'm old enough to understand now. Drinking Paul Mason with her hat turns backwards. Back when it was comedic relief to say the F word, which is faggot. Uh, we ain't know no better elementary elementary kids with no filter. However, my auntie became a man. And I took pride in it. She wasn't gay. She ate pussy, and that was the difference. That's why I told my friends in second grade. She picking up. She picking me up from school. They stare at her, stare at her in the face. They couldn't comprehend what I grew accustomed to. So, as a kid dealing with that, that's that's different. That definitely affects you mentally some way. Confused. Um, so yeah, he's, it's a lot of this. Like I said, this this a lot of this album is just therapy that he was going through. And the things that he was experiencing and explaining it to us as to why he took all this time off to understand. Not only cheating on his wife, but admitting to all these other problems, family issues. Um, yeah. But it's, it's good, though. We, now we know why it took five years. You know, yeah, he's he explained it good. He's telling explained us. it yeah. really good. Exactly. So part, this too, what, what tracks do you like? There's nine tracks on there. It starts out, uh, Count Me Out, Till Mirror. Uh, Saviors, Silent Hill. Uh, do them in order because oh my yeah that's, that's what I'm trying to look count me out I love count me out I think that was pretty good too crown I like crown uh silent okay count me out crown silent hill savior and I, I don't remember these other ones I forgot yeah so out of nine uh, tracks I like count me out crown silent hill mm -hmm. savior Mr. Morale and Mother I Sober so that's okay. one, yeah, two, three, four, five, six. So six the same as the first six out of nine. So there's yeah. only six that we don't dislike. That's good. There's only six tracks here that I dis. Actually, yeah, is that right? Yeah, because you said six out of nine. Six, six out of nine. Yeah, six so there's three. Okay. Yeah. So there's nine, six nine. tracks that I don't like. So out of that, that means out of eighteen tracks, there's twelve that I like out of eighteen. So that makes sense to give it eight. You're roughly an eight. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, I mean, these other tracks could grow on me, but I've, right now, that's what I'm staying at. Um, nice. Yeah, I like Baby Keem on this album, too. He did his thing. I think Baby Keem is the next. It's He's, next, he's Kendrick Lamar's cousin and next artist that's really going to do real. Yeah, and his selection for the features was good. Man. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. that I don't know, too, which is yeah. what I like. Kendrick does that a lot, which I enjoy. New, I like being introduced to new. Let's talk about the the the... The Kanye West and Drake bar that he spit. Oh, yeah, please do. Yeah, so on Father Time, he said, uh, basically, Father Time is him talking about a grown man having daddy issues with his dad treating him, abusing him, blah, blah, blah. You know, not really abusing him, but technically verbally abusing him and stuff like that. Um, okay. In the bar, he says, daddy's issue kept me competitive. That's a fact. I don't give a fuck what's the narrative. I'm that guy. Uh, when Kanye got back with Drake, I was slightly confused. Guess I'm not mature as I think. I got some healing to do. Egotistic. Now, the reason why this is interesting is because when Kendrick and Baby Keem dropped the Family Ties record, okay. 
what did Kendrick say at the end? Smoking on your top five, smoking on your top five. This is when Kanye and Drake were going at it. You dropped that record. Family Ties came out yeah. when Kanye and Drake were beefing about the albums coming out and yeah. not having issues. So Ken, Kendrick was taking his opportunity saying, hey, I'm better than those top five. I'm smoking on your top five. I'm the best. Mm-hmm. So in these bars, he's saying, you guys were going at it and then made up. He's like, I'm confused. You know, right. he, He's saying, I'm still the best. He's, he's basically pointing out that like I'm the shit here. You guys are having to make together, you know, and be all this kumbaya cool stuff. Kendrick's right. always wanted to have an, uh, a battle with Drake. Drake has been the one that's been ducking a lot of the times. Mm. Kendrick has always been sending subliminal shots. That's why on the Savior record, people were like, why didn't he mention Drake? You know, I said, yeah. uh, Kendrick's not your Savior. He says, J. Cole, Future, who yeah. would be on next? Naturally, it would be Drake because those are the four that are like the biggest. Future, we've talked about this. Future, J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake are the four biggest artists. Okay. And hip hop currently in right. terms of what they're so when he didn't mention Drake, people were like, okay, he clearly doesn't like Drake at all, and that's that's a clear indication. He mentions LeBron James. What does LeBron James have to do with rappers that you're mentioning? That's what I'm saying. So the fact that he was like, when Kanye got back with Drake, I was slightly confused. Guess I'm not as mature as I think. Got some healing to do. Egotistic. He's surprised that they got back together, and he's probably thinking about maybe. Um, Squashing, doing, this, doing the same thing. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. But he, he, I don't think he likes the fact that they squat. He likes, I think Kendrick likes competition. That's what he's saying in this song. He's like, I'm that guy. You know, fuck with this narrative. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm that person. He's like, daddy's issues kept me competitive. Meaning like, I'm yeah. with the. My dad, he's saying my dad calling me out on everything that I did wrong and being, you're right. not good enough, you know, be this. It kept him competitive going against rappers. So gotcha. he was confused. He was like, are we doing competitive things anymore, yeah. or is it just a kumbaya? Yeah, because he was thinking those those two guys are the same way, competitive way. Yeah, you know. Uh, Personally, like, I want to see Kendrick versus Drake. I've been wanting to see that. Um, that would put Kendrick Lamar to do some like crazy records, you know? Like I mean, some he did crazy control. Beats. Control was insane. Yeah, but like just that. some like imagine. Kendrick Lamar getting on a fucking Sony Digital B or some crazy shit. Like, yeah, you know how... how yeah, I mean... Because you see it with uh, I'm the Man. Yeah. You know? He did so good. Yeah. And then what was... Uh, You're talking about Sony Digital Producer? No, no, no. I'm thinking about another record. I forgot. You just Anyways, said I'm the Man. I'm the Man. Is- right, Sony Digital. Sony Digital. Sony Digital's B. Sony Digital. Sony, sorry man. Why do I, keep saying I think Sony? he's Sony. No, Sony. it's Sony Digital. Sony, I keep saying Sony. Uh, you That's my problem. Sony. <laughs> you're saying Sony. I am. Yeah, Sony Digital. That's what it's Sony. Saying. It's Sony Digital. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying Sony. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> we can replay that on God the show. It's hilarious. Using myself. Yeah, here. Sony Digital. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they if he that that would be nice. Yeah, if I, I want to. If he got competitive, I need to. I need started doing some crazy albums, like not like this type of, you know. I think they're going to go more like street shit. Yeah, they're going to go with bars and like. Exactly. You know, it'll be some crazy. And he shit. would do a good job, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm betting all my chips on the fact that Kendrick would beat Drake. That's. Um, I, because Ke- Kendrick can do that shit. Exactly. And storytelling exactly. and do that. Yeah. You know. Uh, Kendrick is more well versed. Exactly. Perfectly. Why, why did. Yeah, remember I, when. Uh, there was a person that tweeted. I don't know if I mentioned this last podcast. I don't think I did. There was a person that tweeted, um, and this is a guy from Canada. He tweeted, uh, "We don't we don't give a fuck about this Kendrick Lamar album because nobody's gonna be listening to this shit after it's out. Um, you know, we, we don't like to listen to fake fake deep 
bars about stuff, you know, like stuff okay. pretending like you're conscious and you know everything. Yeah. The person tweeted basically something like that. Right. He's like, we'd rather listen to Pusha T lie about his Coke bars than listen to Kendrick talk about fake stuff. Mm-hmm. Guess what Drake did? He saw that on Instagram and liked it. And then once somebody screenshot, he unliked it. Oh. So basically, that's a shot at Kendrick and a little shot at Pusha T saying you yeah. rap fake Coke bars. But that that's what I mean. I think Drake Let me ask is, you. is somewhat jealous in a way that yeah. that Kendrick can kind of do all these things and get away with it. But if Drake tried to do this, people would be like, oh, you're being corny now. Because like, Drake yeah. can't do that in a way where it's not corny. A lot of people view what Drake, when he does conscious rap, if whenever Drake ever does that, mm-hmm. people view it as corny. Yeah, okay. That, that, that was my question I was going to ask. You answered it. That's what they do. I've yeah. seen jokes about it on Twitter, like, oh, he's trying to become deep, like, fake, all this stuff. You know, but so why do you think that happened? Is it because of how... The, it's how Drake music? presents himself, Yeah, too. That's the thing. Drake presents himself as a joker, as he'll make fun of the own shit he drops sometimes. People will make fun of it, and he'll join in. So to him, it's like, it doesn't end up being as serious. So now, if, if if he did an album like Kendrick Lamar did, like this, you think it would be good? Or I don't know. Would just be like, you know, this you got to stop. No, he has like I like the motion. You ever heard? Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah I like those type of records. He can do them, but yeah. it's mainly related to like relationship stuff. It's not like you know, like real serious issues. Yeah, like little little baby when he did the bigger picture when the George Floyd all that black. Right. He can do that. That I didn't. I that surprised yeah, you the fuck. Props so, to, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some artists can surprise you and actually do it, like the way Lil Baby did it. Lil Baby did it in a fucking amazing way. That bigger picture record, he hit conscious rap and you did know, it. You know what I think, man? I think Fifty saw that record and saw how talented he was, and then that's why he started liking. No, no, you're talking about the baby. I'm talking about Lil Baby. Oh, Lil, oh, Lil Baby. My yeah, bad. you're gonna again confused. Bad. <laughs> my bad. That's the baby. The baby's ass, by the way. He's been dropping garbage music, and he can't. I don't know. He has records where he does oh, great. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's Lil Baby, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so, yeah, an artist, if they actually focus on it, maybe Drake could do it and execute it right. I don't know. But okay. Lil Baby could do it. So if Lil Baby could do it, I'm sure Drake could. It's just, I don't know. People would see it as corny some way. Some way or another, Possibly, they would view it yeah. as corny. So I don't know. But I do think if they actually finally battled each other, I would go on the Kendrick Lamar I would side. love to see that. Yeah, I think Kendrick Lamar would be the one that, that would spank him because he said like nothing was the same when a rapper tucked it is ah oh, that shit was hilarious um yeah why are you dodging in drake shit yeah drake sends little shots here and there but then like because you know, he knows that he probably yeah he, he was like i don't know i mean you yeah know. like yeah joe budden destroyed drake lyrically but nobody gave him props because joe budden isn't, isn't as big as drake isn't, yeah but kendrick he is as big as him Mm-hmm. You know they're they're pretty much on the same level. You could argue, you know, Drake sells more and more consistent because he drops more shit. But Kendrick, when he drops, he still sells. Doesn't but, matter. But Drake right now is still bigger than Kendrick Lamar because he drops more albums. You have you have ten, you have nine albums versus four. I, I think, don't think it's five. because of that, dude. It is because you take a break. That's what it is. No, no, I think Drake is better because Drake when he a lot of more people listen to Drake than they listen to because he's more consistent. I don't think it's that's that's because of the reason. I think it's just his music <sighs> comes out. Nah, bro. The way that, you know, it's... What's the day, difference? Every day listen. When Kendrick dropped Damn, okay, number one debut, Humble. That song's still getting bumped. Like I said, I went to Cabo. That yeah. song is still getting bumped. What's the difference? One person just takes a break and gets out of it for a while, and one person consistently yeah, every year. Right, yeah. That's really what it is, man. Because look at it. I'm still hearing, bitch, be humble. They're playing that shit in Cabo left and right, mixing the music. That came out in 2017. 
Right, but that's just a record. That's no, a he has more records. more records. DNA, he does a few he's got records. But Drake's got because he's more consistent. That's well, then be more consistent, Kendrick. I mean, no, I don't mean, take no more f- five years and take no, the Wi-Fi. I mean, out. Every artist has their different approach to doing shit. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Kendrick has those records, dude. If Kendrick really wanted to go on the, he could do that. You, he's proved it. Millions. He has records on here that are like that. Just Kendrick doesn't like to go that route. That's an easier route. It's a easier to do that, man. Let's be honest. More artists. That's why a lot of artists blow up on those type of songs than. Other conscious. artists could do it too, man. It's just they just don't like to sit five years not doing shit. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about conscious music versus club. Boom, boom, boom. It's easier to do club. Boom, boom, boom. Music that doesn't right. take much effort. You find a good beat and you rap. Blah, 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 bullshit. Take it out. Yeah, but Drake could do conscious music too. Nah, he hasn't proved that yet. If he takes five years off, he hasn't proved that yet. Oh, he's not because he's not done it. He's every fucking year he's dropping shit. He said actually with some bars of I could do that bullshit conscious too, but never. If he really could, then do it. Do it. I would like to see a conscious album. I mean, he likes Drake. to work. He likes to play. And I don't know. He likes to be relevant. He likes to be out there. Yeah, yeah I think taking you take a little better break. Drake. I, I just because let's be honest, Kendrick Lamar doesn't give a shit. It's, he likes competition, like you said, but he just doesn't care about being spotlight and all that shit. Exactly. Drake likes to be out there. Like I, I'm the bad boy. I'm, but, I'm out here. I'm number one. You know. But we agreed on this. Um, don't change your mind on this. Okay. If Drake took a break. Would you not agree his music would be better? Took a break. Yeah, I think so. Because Certified Lover Boy, Dave, you, are you listening to the album? No. Not really, a little bit. Don't even say a little bit. A little bit. I do listen, I swear to God. I, I hear Knife Talk. I probably listen to Knife Talk once every, look. I don't even know. Look. What? What does that prove? You got to look at your list, your uh, Apple list. There, I'll tell there you, he is right there. I'll say on your Apple list. Uh, do you have, oh, you, I, I don't, don't have, have to do that yet. Yeah. I'll have to do that after. But it, it'll say on your Apple list what you actually listen to. I haven't listened to Certified Lover Boy. I listen to the Knife Talk. I listen to here and there. That's about it. I don't listen to Certified Lover. That's nothing against Drake. It's just the album isn't that good. It's not. It's like a basic album, basic shit. Right. Um, okay. Uh, speaking of Kendrick Lamar, he broke a uh, streaming record for Apple. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. K Dots, Mr. Morale, and Big Steppers had the most first day streams for an album released so far in 2022. Nice. So he has the biggest Rest. streams right now. He is projected to do, which is way off on what I predicted, 300 to 350,000 first week so far. Uh, numbers sometimes move up, especially for these type of artists. Sometimes they get numbers and it goes up a lot more. More than. Um, I think it's rarely when it's like less. What do you mean? Like when they pre- uh, predict these sales, for example? Yeah, it's rarely when it's less. Yeah. Yeah. But. It's possible. I've seen it. I've right, seen right, it happen course, a few. Yeah, usually, it's usually bigger artists. Like I remember Eminem got projected to do something, and he did a little bit more than what it was. Usually bigger artists. They do a little bit more than what they Yeah, what they're yeah. projected. Sometimes. Um, Jack Harlow got projected to do 135. He only did 108. So he got way under what his projection was. Okay. And I, th- I think that's because of social media. People are saying the album is garbage, and people just didn't. Some people didn't even listen to it. They're like, I don't want to listen to the shit, but it's garbage. That's Maybe, the thing. Yeah. When you voice your opinion on social media, it kind of spreads out there. Yeah. If, it, if it catches, you know... Um, that's stupid. But check out your home stuff. I mean, some people, yeah, they don't, they yeah. don't, they don't listen like that. Um, Damn did six hundred nine thousand because he had physical CDs, and on those physical CDs, he did album bundles too. They don't count on album bundles anymore, and he never released physical CDs on this album. Kendrick Lamar fans, I even tweeted this out and I had like three people reply saying, "I I want the physical CD instead of the digital mm-hmm. because Kendrick Lamar fans like to have the physical CD. They want the art." That's would be with me with 50 Cent. 50 Cent dropped an album. 
I want the physical CD. I just like that better. I like to have a piece of the art. So I don't know why Kendrick didn't drop a physical CD. Ask Interscope Records. By the way, I do not work for Interscope Records. <laughs> As somebody in the comments on Instagram be like, yeah, you work for Interscope Records. That's why. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I do not work for Interscope Records. They're not paying me. If they if I work for them, then I haven't gotten paid shit. So um Interscope failed as a label once again. Should have dropped physical CDs. They should have printed them bitches out. Yeah, they should do that with every artist, man. At least a certain amount. Just to, yeah, allow them. But they, they want to save money. They don't give a fuck. They could care less. They're, to them, they don't want to print CDs. They still make money. If it doesn't sell, you lose, you lose all those CDs. That's what I'm saying. Do, do a certain amount. I mean, because how if, can if you If you know predict? it's Kendrick Lamar, just do exclusive 20000 Nah, more than that. You need well, I'm, I'm yeah, just throwing a number low, out yeah. there. That's too low, maybe, but... You know, do like a fifty thousand. Yeah, and whoever fifty thousand get it. Hey, man, they got a rare. No, CD his copy, last album know? did three hundred thousand. So they should they should be like, okay, last album did three hundred thousand. Let's let's put out five hundred thousand CDs. That's what I'm saying. Do like a ten percent, so you know you're really not gonna lose that because there's ten percent of that. Like, there's gonna be no. I it's mean, gonna fifty thousand copies of physical that I sell for Kendrick in two seconds. That's not fair right. for the people that want physicals. I do more from than a label's perspective. Yeah, you know, just Taylor it. Swift. She did half her album sales in physical. So there are artists out there that sell physical albums. Exactly. So Kendrick is one of those artists. So I'm surprised. If I would have known that, I would have projected probably 400,000 first week. If I would have known there's no physical. I went with physicals. Everything being out there comes out. I predicted 800, which is way off compared with no physicals. So I was closer. Yeah, I mean, physical, I didn't know they didn't do no physicals. If I would have known that shit, I would have. Nobody knew. That's what I'm saying. That's why everybody knows. <laughs> uh, let's get into album sales now. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, first week sales, number one debut, Bad Bunny. He actually broke Drake's Spotify streaming record. Yeah, who day. was that on Spotify that got billion something? No, no, he broke. He just, I don't know. Bad Bunny broke Drake's Spotify streaming record. Drake held the first day all-time Spotify streaming record. Bad Bunny is the only artist to break his. That's crazy. So the that album guy, debuted. That guy does numbers. Yeah, that guy debuted at number one with 272,000 copies with his album Un Vernado Sinti. I don't know how to pronounce that, but shout out to Bad Bunny, number one. Future is at number two with I Never Liked You at 117,000 copies. Still doing numbers. Uh, he's been out here for, what, two, three weeks now? Yeah. Jack Harlow debuted at number three, the white boy. Come home, the kids miss you with 109,000 copies. That's good. Hey, you do over a hundred thousand. You a big dog, so yeah. Uh, debut at number three though. Future th- outsold him. Hold on, you think that hundred nine because he was around Drake a lot? Probably, probably helped him. Out. Yeah, a lot of Drake feature. He had a Lil yeah. Wayne feature, which I mean, whatever. He had that big single, the first class, whatever. So that helped. Uh, number four, Morgan Wallen, Dangerous Double Album, fifty one thousand copies. Olivia Rodrigo, Sour, number five with thirty two thousand copies. Lil Durk, seven two two zero. And number six with 31,000 copies. By the way, he wants to drop a deluxe version of that. Uh, debut at number seven, El Sam Armado, Nostalgia. And number seven, debut with 31,000 copies. The Weekend, the Highlights, number eight, 30,000 copies. Number nine, Encanto Soundtrack with 29,000 copies. Arcade Fire, We, number 10 debut with 28,000 copies. Drake, Certified Lover Boy, number 11 with 28,000 copies. Yeah. Little Baby, My Turn, number 13 with 20,000 copies. Shiesty, Shiesty Season, number 15, with 19,000 copies. Gunna DS Forever, number 18, with 18,000 copies. Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, number 19, with 18,000 copies. Eminem Curtain Call went up to number 21, with 17,000 copies. Wow. 
Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, number 23, with 17,000 copies. Uh, scrolling down. I feel like this top 20 list, I keep seeing the same people all the time. For the most part, yeah. For right now, it's going to be like that for a while. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, at number 35, with 16,000 copies. Rod Wave Soulfly, number 39, with 15,000 copies. Polo G Hall of Fame, number 43, with 14,000 copies. Kodak Black, Back for Everything, number 44, with 14,000 copies. I think Kodak Black's going to get boost because of the Kendrick Lamar album. They're probably going to go to his music and listen to it. Yeah. Uh, Tupac Greatest Hits, number 46, with 14,000 copies. Yeah. Amazing. Great, great album sales. Yeah, PS5 giveaway soon. Yeah, we're going to do the 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 names and all that by so the bull. Excited. May 22nd, live on YouTube. We are going to pull out the names. Whoever wins, wins. We will ship it to you as quickly as we can. Claim your prize within a week. And, um, yeah, nothing really else to say. Yeah, man. I'm excited. I can't wait to give you all that. Finally, I don't have to say PlayStation 5 giveaway anymore. I can kind of move on from this. Patreon.com forward slash Diverse Mentality. Thank you for the support. Thank you, guys. Spotify, Deezer, Apple Music, Pocket Cast, all those streaming platforms, audio available, YouTube available. Stream us, watch us, whatever. Uh, Thank you for listening. Appreciate the support. Have an amazing night, day, whenever you're listening to this. And peace. Thank y'all. We love y'all.